Pond.com. It's time for a Pond Further Review with your host, Josh Norman, here on WJQS The Fan. Welcome in another edition of a Pond Further Review. We appreciate you joining us, and uh, it's another Monday night. Time's flying Monday, September the 13th. It's incredible how fast time flies. And uh, as I stated, we're thankful that you're joining us wherever it is. If you're on 106.3 FM, 1400 AM, maybe it's online at WJQSTheFan.com, the radio app, uh, among so many other places. We're just grateful that you are taking a few minutes out of your uh, busy Monday evening. We hope you had a great start to the week, and uh, we want to uh, hope that you'll spend a few minutes here with us as we go through another show and bring you some great sporting news. I uh, do want to remind you that we're brought to you by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi, www.bcbsms.com. Live healthy, live blue. Also want to remind you about Jerry Brewer, a trusted choice advisor with Southern Gulf States Insurance. You can contact Jerry at 601-952-3525, or you can visit their website at Southern Gulf States. Dot com For more information, Jerry is my trusted choice insurance advisor, and it would be great for him to become yours as well. We generally have Randy Watkins in with us uh, on the first uh, Monday of the month, but that happened to be Labor Day, and we took last week off. And so we are delighted uh, once again to have Tita Green with Randy Watkins uh, here in the first hour of tonight's show. Randy, how are we this evening? Doing great, Josh. Glad to be here. It's it's great to be talking about golf all the way into football season. Well, I tell you what, hey, it has been quite a run for some weather yeah, over the last couple of weeks. Yes, we finally got a taste of fall, sucked a little humidity out of the air, and, and golf been just awesome lately. Talk about uh, the last time we talked, you were hosting a uh, a tour school qualifier. Yeah, it was a pre-qualifier for the Corn Ferry Tour, which we were – Proud to host. We had 78 players um, or 54-hole competition at Lake Caroline. Uh, we had a, a couple Mississippians get through it. There was 32 uh, guys advanced from that. That got in, that, that gets them into the first stage of qualifying school, which actually starts this week around the country. There's several sites across the country. But Isaiah Jackson, a former state amateur champion, made it, did an unreal thing he shot 27 on his last nine holes to make it by two he was not gonna make it and shot 27 on his last nine holes shot eight under par his last all right so uh, you turned um or nine you, under you turned seven into a par four seven plays a par four and 16 plays a par and, four. and 16 so it was a par 70 yes correct okay all right so he was 35 on it he shot, shot eight under he shot eight under That's that is correct. unbelievable unreal I mean, he. I saw him at the turn with nine holes to go, and I, I gave him a thumbs up, and he went. He just shook his head. He said, "I got some work to do," and he went and did it, buddy. Good gracious! He birdied one, eagle two, birdied three, parred four, parred five, six parts. I mean, birdied five and six, birdied seven. I mean, parred seven, birdied eight and nine. So he was coming around. He was finishing up on the front. He was finishing on the front. He was so far out of it. He started on 10 yeah. because he was one of the guys that was out of the cut line. Wow. It was a very impressive. And Austin Rose from uh, Tupelo made it as well. Good for him. Which we were honored to host it and hope we do it again. It's it's great to work with the tour staff. Uh, many of them really good friends of mine. Yeah. And it, it, was a great, it was a great week. Some really, really great golf. 20 under was a low score, but it took 300 to get through it. 
20 under in three days. That's correct. That's incredible. With a low round of 60. And that's from the tips. Yes. Which stretches almost 7,000 yards, doesn't just it? Just under. Just under. Just under. Greens were perfect and there was no wind, and guess what? They yeah. just fired. You, it's, you know, you're just going to get beat up. Yeah. Like, they're just going to make birdies. I mean, that's, how, that's what professional golf is now. The only defense a golf course has really anymore is wind. Right, right. You can make it long. You can make it narrow. It doesn't matter. Even the rough. Doesn't matter. Has has gotten to a point where they they get out of that. The equipment is so yeah, they, technologically sound. They're big and strong. Their techniques better. The, the equipment's better. They just they just they just hit it as far as they can hit it. If it goes in the rough, it goes in the rough. That's not the way it used to be played. No, no, it's, the, it's different. The rough used to be a, a great defender. Absolutely, oh, it was. I mean, you had to hit. The, I mean, people were hitting one irons off tees or right. two irons or something just to keep it in play, keep it out of that rough. Not, not anymore. That's yeah. over. It's just driver wedge. Yep. and go to work. Well. Yep. Congratulations to you all. If you want to know more about uh, Randy and his group, randywatkinsgolf.com. He's got Patrick Farms, Lake Caroline, Whisper Lake, uh, all terrific courses. All, uh, all, you know, you have Rankin County, Madison County. uh, So a little bit of everything for everybody. So randywatkinsgolf.com to find out more about uh, those courses and what they have going on. Uh, Another event we've got coming up is the Ryder Cup. Yes. One of my favorite sporting events. Good for you. In 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 all of sports. It's awesome. It and, is. And it's to the point that even when it's overseas. Yes. I'm up early mornings. <laughs> I love I'm it. setting the alarm. Yeah, you bet. I just love to watch it. Uh, a couple notable things that I saw. Yeah. Phil Mickelson is a captain. Correct. Uh, it's the longest run of a Ryder Cup player, I believe. I think it is, too. In history that yep. comes to an end. Yes. Uh, that's interesting. And then... Another one that kind of got everybody a little off guard was Patrick Reed, yes. who battled some health issues but has been considered, quote-unquote, Captain USA, yep. will not be on the team. What are your thoughts on the team that the United States will be taking into that? Well, who knows what all goes into it, but he really hasn't played that well of late. You know, he didn't have a – he played good early in the season, uh, but he hadn't played well the last few months, and then he had the health issue. And I'm, I'm certain that that's Captain Stricker – Said I gotta have. I mean, I gotta have some healthy horses to to win this yes. thing. And, and if you're the least bit puny, uh, I'm gonna pick somebody else. You know, there's a lot of things that go on with Patrick Reed. He's a he's a polarizing figure, but he is one outstanding match play guy and a great golfer anyway. Yeah. But he really relishes that uh, match play uh, format. So I, I I'm just guessing. And all I've read was that Stricker just said I'm going with healthy horses. Yeah. I'm as simple as that. Kepka's, you know, Kepka's iffy. He's hurt, so I don't know if he's gonna play. So. If he doesn't, we'll see who he picks yeah, from there. That'll be interesting. Yep. You have your own version. I do. Of the Ryder Cup. I do. Have the Watkins Cup. The Watkins Cup it's for a, your membership. Yep. It's a season-long points race, and it's uh, we, we've got nine tournaments throughout the season. Generally, it's three at each golf course, and you get points for participation and performance weighted on participation. So the more you play, the more points you accumulate. And we have, you know, 60 members that qualify for that for a weekend of free golf, free food, free drink, free swag. They get all sorts of gifts and prizes. And it's a real competition. It's really fun. And it's it's coming to an end. This weekend, Saturday, is our last big event, yeah. a qualifying event. So there's people fighting for the points. Now, is that the same format as the Ryder Cup with an alternate shot uh, format? There's or? A, it's a little bit. We don't. Yeah, it's, it is. It's very similar. There's a couple twists in it, but but basically it is. It's just that way. And then the the, the team that that scores the most points wins the cup. And, and uh, how many how many are, are will participate in that? You said it's uh, been forty eight men and twenty ladies. 
So 68, so 68 of your members. And it may be more than that this year. We're not wow. sure. It depends on the points. How, yes. they, how they all fall. And this Saturday will be the, the deal breaker. What a blast, Oh, man. it's just fun. They have a ball. The members really get into it. Oh, yeah. Participation in our events is really great because of it, which yeah. we enjoy. Yeah. Uh, hosting big, full events. And we've got over 100 again this weekend for the for the uh, um, game day. That's classic. the game day. Yeah. 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 So I'm, we're we're excited about that. I'm on the sidelines, still dealing with the with the uh, yeah, intercoastal muscle there. You've been on the DL for a little bit. It's going to be a while, I'm afraid. Uh, it's, um, it's a slow healer. I tried to I tried to give it a whirl there a Friday, and I saw uh, you. Yeah. You, I could tell I, you were struggling after nine. I had I, I was I was hitting driver. Yeah. And then I was having to poke a a, uh, a hybrid. 140, 150. I was having to poke a hybrid playing link style golf. Right. Now, (laughs) you know, if it didn't hurt, it was fun. But um, anyway, so it's what an exciting time. A great thing for your membership. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, that's a lot of fun. We we get a kick out of the whole staff gets into it. And we really love it. And we we enjoy seeing them in our uniforms. They all get team uniforms and stuff it's really it's we, oh, and we split it up and it's really it's just it's festive and fun and they get yeah. a kick out of it. we do too that's fantastic that's fantastic well look again if you want to learn more about uh what's going on uh with randy and his group randy watkins golf dot com we're going to cover uh the sanderson farms coming up you bet we're going to to talk a little bit about some mississippians that yes. have made their place on tour uh which is always exciting and something that Randy has a passion for is seeing Mississippi and the game of golf continue to uh, to improve and grow. And so having three Mississippians that now will be graduating to the PGA Tour uh, is is amazing. Uh, it's three professional athletes. Sometimes people don't realize that. Correct. You know, you, you look at, you know, NFL, NBA, that's three professional athletes in yes. one sport. But it's actually four with, um, oh, shoot, uh, the young lady, uh, from with, Chad's with hometown, Allie. Allie. Yeah, Allie uh, McDonald. Yes. So phenomenal for the state. But look, when we come back, Allie something, Ewing now. Allie, Allie Ewing, Ewing now. Something that's near and dear to Randy's heart, and oh, we're going to yeah. talk to him about Andy's Army. Awesome. And uh, we'll be coming back with more. We'll talk about Andy's Army, what's going on this week with Randy Watkins Golf for Andy's Army, and more. Don't go anywhere. More upon further review coming back right after this. back in uh dj bill has a nice little smooth <laughs> groove rocking put, tonight put the groove on you yeah yeah we didn't talk to bill in the previous segment bill how are we tonight oh doing good doing good way. good did you have a great weekend uh, good weekend got got to watch the saints win uh, it, was, it was wonderful pretty Boy. impressive performance right there i don't i mean <laughs> that was a donkey stomping oh yeah they so, absolutely crushed green bay so you thinking coaching makes any difference Boy. Just when you don't think it does, buddy, that was visible right there to me. <laughs> that you know, you have the you have the coaching aspect of it. You have the mentorship of sitting behind Breeze. Yeah, you got it. Um, you just haven't. You know, I, I tell kids all the time that you're talented, but where you go 
is as equally as important. You better believe it. As the level in which you're playing, because at the end of the day, if you don't fit the program, you or have. if you don't have the structure that you need, uh, you, that that can cause you to fail. You betcha. Regardless of how talented you are. So, Absolutely. Um, yeah, that was a that was a big time win uh, for the Saints. Thirty-eight three, I believe, over Green Bay. And boy, what do you think Aaron Rodgers is thinking right now? I want out now. Uh, I never. think I think he was showing them that he doesn't want to be there. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, there's because I know I, he had a press conference where he said, "Well, you got you brought this other quarterback in. Let's why don't you let him play." Yeah. So that's that was his attitude going into the game. Yeah, it's unfortunate, you know, yeah, it it, is. that that he's that he's at that place. But uh, yeah, that was a great win, and um, we're going to talk now with Randy. We're here with Randy Watkins, RandyWatkinsGolf.com. Uh, T to Green, first hour. We normally do it on the first Monday of every month. Labor Day was the first Monday, so we moved it to tonight. Uh, and something that's dear to you, Randy, and that is Andy's Army. Yep. And the golf tournament that you'll be hosting Wednesday. Tomorrow and Wednesday. Uh, tomorrow and Wednesday yep. at Lake Caroline. Yes. Um, and, and tell us about Andy's Army, what it is, uh, what it supports, and, and the story behind it. Well, uh, thank you, Josh, for that. Andy uh, is my granddaughter, who's two and a half. She'll be three in in December. Um, she's my daughter's daughter. Her name's Andy Sis because she's married to Kyle, who's our director of golf. And uh, Andy was born with Down syndrome, and um, we decided to, to try to help. She goes to a school called the Little Lighthouse, which is terrific. They just do an amazing job with the kids. I I take her to school at least once a week, so I'm in and out of that school. So I get to see what all they do, and it's amazing what they do with these children and for the parents. And uh, the Central Mississippi Down Syndrome Society, we split uh, the revenues between those two charities. And when Andy was born, um, Carly and Kyle were told, were told within a minute of her birth that she had Down Syndrome, which was quite a shock. Mm-hmm. And within a very short period of time, Central Mississippi Down Syndrome Society was in their room talking to Kyle and Carly about Down Syndrome and about what life will be like for mm. your child and for them. And it took it took a whole lot of fear away from my my daughter and her husband right. and Carol and I too, to be honest. Yeah, because we didn't know. We like everybody. You don't. You know, unless you have direct relation with it, you don't really know what sure. the, what the. Uh, problems are and the issues are and so forth so they've just been great so last year we decided to put together a golf tournament to try to help these causes for all they've done for our daughter and the other children in their classes and uh, last year we had 88 teams we raised seventy five thousand dollars split those between the two mm. huge success really uh, i think it's the biggest or one of the biggest tournaments in the state now with 360 golfers nearly which wow. were again, we had eighty-seven teams, so right. one team different, but that could be that could be different now. Sure, there were some sure. teams on the, by the time, I hadn't seen Kyle for in two or three hours, so it could be eighty-eight. Right, but we have split it over two days, and it's a, it's just a wonderful outpouring mm-hmm. of support from the golf community, which is a great supporter of causes that are mm-hmm. dear to them or to the folks that they love in golf. Fortunately, they support our family and. Our membership's very, very involved. Lots of members are playing. Lots of members volunteering. Yeah, going to be a big day. Andy will be there at registration tomorrow, and and uh, she's a joy. She just brings joy to everywhere. She just spreads love. She yes. loves everybody the same. She doesn't know anybody different from anybody. She yeah. just loves. 
she would crawl up into your lap just as fast as she would mm. mine, and and uh, that's hard to do because I'm with her a lot, and, right? And I'm, I occupy her time. I monopolize <laughs> her her attention every chance I get. Yes, because she just she's just been a terrific uh, light yeah. in our in our family, and I'm really proud of what Kyle and Carly have done. They work real hard on this tournament. Yeah, to to rally community support, which has not been difficult. The people have been Absolutely. great. Uh, for us and we're looking forward to two days we hope the weather's good nothing we can do about that but we'll have two great days of golf and raising some money for two very worthy causes that do a lot for young people yeah and for kids that have issues and have challenges ahead of them yeah and they prepare them well for it and it's 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 a joy to be a part of the little lighthouse used to do um a golf tournament of its own yes they did uh and i don't know if they still do um we had a uh, a friend of our family um, whose son went to the Little Lighthouse. Uh-huh. And they actually, I don't know if they've opened it yet, but they were planning on opening a restaurant with oh. part of those proceeds going to benefit the Little Lighthouse. Interesting. Did not know that. Um, so uh, you can Google Little Lighthouse. You can also Google the Down Syndrome Society. Yep. Um, if you're, you know, the tournament's tomorrow and Wednesday. It's going to be an annual event, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, and look, these types of... Uh, events, these types of, of, of fundraisers do so much good. Uh, we have a, a young man, he's eight years old, lives on the down of uh, the cul-de-sac. He loves my dog, Ranger. Okay. His name is Lucas. Awesome. And uh, he actually attends a local school, not the Little Lighthouse, but um, but he, he, he loves my dog. And so when I walk my dog, yep. we stop by to see Lucas. Beautiful. And uh, Lucas loves to play with him. Yep. Uh, and Ranger loves anybody, so it works out perfect. Beautiful. Uh, there's a lot of love there. So, look, you know, for, for what it is, is there anything that Andy's Army needs for tomorrow and Wednesday? Uh, or do we look for the coming uh, the coming event for the following year and getting some people to rally additional support? Or what can our listeners do at this point if they wanted to support Andy's Army? Actually, the best thing you could do now, we, we have a raffle, which we raffle off a golf cart. And any from, from there on down, we've got, we've got stuff from trips to fancy bottles of wine and, and uh, shotguns and deer stands and Yeti coolers and on and on. We just have a raffle that's just amazing how many things are in it. Last year, a guy won a, a $6,000 golf cart Wow! Uh, and, and bought $100 worth of tickets. Yeah. And so anybody that wants a part of that, you can call Lake Caroline uh, Golf Club, which is 853-4023, um, and get in on the, on the raffle, which you can do over the phone. Uh, we'd love for you to buy a raffle ticket. That's the easiest to do at this late hour. Mm. Uh, we still have plenty of tickets to sell, obviously, but we got tons. And t- your odds of winning are pretty good. Sure, of winning something, but you could win something as big as a golf cart, wow. which was delivered by Yamaha, donated by Yamaha, which we're very appreciative. We have a great partnership with the Yamaha Golf Cart Company, and they've been very supportive. A lot of local merchants stepped up uh, to to help and donate and give and and send volunteers mm. and. It'll be a crowd of people out there uh, both days helping yeah. to make sure that. And we went tea times. We don't do a shotgun. We didn't want the chaos of the shotgun. We wanted to touch everybody's hands sure. and, and get a chance to visit with everybody. And at registration, everybody will get to see Andy because uh, she'll meet and greet everybody. There until, you go. Until nap time. And, and then she'll come <laughs> back after that with plenty of energy. But <laughs> she got to recharge the battery. She, but she'll be right there in the middle of it. Last year, Kermit Davis came. And, oh, fantastic. Uh, Coach Davis has he and his wife have a daughter named Allie uh-huh. that has Down syndrome. She's in her thirties now, and I've spent a good bit of time with with Kermit. Yeah, about he can't come this year because he's got a real big recruit on campus. Okay, <laughs> over the next couple of days, so that's a little inside info. Yeah, but, yeah. But he participates and helps and really encourages us. He's been really um, good help and advice and counsel for me 
uh, and for uh, Carly and Kyle. Yeah. Sort of the things that you're going to see and go through and some things that you can help navigate through the world. Um, and uh, he's just been a, he's been a joy. We've been we've been very blessed. We're really, really fortunate. I heard of um, I did a quick story. Yeah. George Will uh-huh. is a famous author and a real baseball guy. And um, he's written many, many books, done a lot of stuff on NBC. But I saw him on 60 Minutes. This was before Andy was born. And uh-huh. He was on 60 Minutes. Me not knowing anything at the time, but he has a son with Down syndrome okay. that works in the St. Louis Cardinals locker room. And he's, I think he's in charge of the uniforms, but mm-hmm. he's in charge of the locker room. And so the interviewer for 60 Minutes asked George about his son. Uh, they were in this great big conversation about mm-hmm. his love for baseball and how his son loves it. And um, he said, tell me about your son. And George Will paused, and he says, you know what? He said, the world would be a better place if there were more people Mm. like my son. Mm. And I have found that to be true Mm. of folks with Down syndrome. And Mm. I'm not talking about just my granddaughter, who I say that about. Sure. But all of them, they just have this gift of love and and sharing it and feeling it. And it's... uh, it's been great for our family, I'll be honest with you. That's incredible. Great Sounds story. like a cred- incredible young lady. I'm coming, oh. I'm, I'm stopping by just to meet no, her. You gotta see She's her. a celebrity. <laughs> uh, once again, if you would like to purchase a raffle ticket, please give Lake Caroline Golf Club a call. 601-853-4023. Support Andy's Army. Support yep. the Little Lighthouse. Support the Down Syndrome Society of Mississippi. And uh, we would appreciate you doing so. We'll be back with more with Randy Watkins here on T to Green on Upon Further Review. Welcome back in. I'm loving this music, Bill. We, I tell you what, we, we've got it going on. Oh, yeah. Uh, on Upon Further Review tonight, Bill, the maestro, uh, getting it done there. Uh, I mean, DJ used to. Dollar Bill. Used to would be saying the turnstiles, yeah. right? I'd be sitting between the, the table spinning exactly the right, yeah. you know? <laughs> spinning the disc and taking the risk it's right a, over here. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Spinning the disc and taking a risk. Oh, Bill is getting it done. So, uh, welcome back in. Upon further review, we are brought to you by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. www.bcbsms.com. Live healthy, live blue. And also want to remind you about Jerry Brewer, a trusted choice advisor with Southern Gulf States Insurance. Contact Jerry at 601-952-3525. And we are back with more with Randy Watkins. Uh, we talked last segment about Andy's Army yep. and everything going on this week. You're going to be a busy man there. Uh, but another really awesome thing coming out of our state is uh, the fact that we've got three Mississippians yes. who have earned their PGA Tour card for the upcoming season, which actually starts this month. That's correct. And I'm, I'm, I, I think I told you off air, I don't think in Mississippi golf history that we've ever had three tour players, card-carrying tour members at the same time, which we do now with uh, Davis Riley from Hattiesburg, Chad Ramey from Fulton and Hayden Buckley from Tupelo all qualified for the tour through their performance on the Corn Ferry Tour this year. They 
all three played outstanding. As a matter of fact, Braden Thornberry made a pretty good run at it and just missed it by a shot or two, or he would have gotten out there. And Jonathan Randolph as well. But Braden Thornberry made a great run at it um, at the end and almost made it. But he'll be great. He'll be well qualified for the Corn Ferry Tour. We have three PGA Tour members from Mississippi at the same time. Never happened before. And they'll all, I'm sure, will be in at the Sanderson Farms. I'm sure they'll they'll be eligible. I'm sure they'll commit and play here. But that's never happened before, and that speaks again to something we've talked about before: the um, the growth of the game in Mississippi, the better golf courses, and the better instruction. And now, I mean, some pretty good athletes coming to the game of golf, and now they're achieving. They they're leaving. I mean, they 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 these guys were all successful in college, very good college players, and took it to the next level. And I'm just super super excited about that. I'm really proud. Between those three and Allie Ewing and success she's had, who mm. just came off a Solheim yep. Cup performance, w- which was pretty good. They they lost, but she played pretty well. Um, I'm really impressed. I'm pr- I'm proud of Mississippi golf. I, I mean, I, I I make no um, no bones about it. I'm proud that that what's going on in Mississippi golf. That's fantastic. You know, talk about um, you mentioned the stat to me. Yeah, fifty players. Yes. 25 made it from the regular season Corn Corn Ferry uh, Tour points race and 25 from the Corn Ferry Tour playoffs. Correct. And of those 50 players, three. Three from our state. Now, that's 8%, best I can figure. So the only way to get to the tour nowadays really is through the Corn Ferry. You Uh You have to gain entry to that tour. You have to be successful in that tour in order to graduate up. I mean, you can Monday qualify. You might get us. A Will Zalatoris right. type guy. That's that's a lightning in a bottle thing. But there, in my day, was a tour school. Got you to the tour. There was no other avenue. Now there is no other avenue except through the Corn Ferry. Right. And so these guys have performed all year long. Chad and and uh, Davis both finished in the top ten on the regular season. Mm-hmm. Chad actually stepped up and played really well in the playoffs as well and improved his right. position a little. But he was third, so he didn't have much room to go. And then Hayden earned his way in in the, in the three playoffs. He finished third in the first one and then top ten in the third one to point his way in. Mm. So there's only one way in is through that. And they, and you have to do it purely on performance, which is another thing I love about golf. To the victor go the spoils. And if you shoot the scores, you get the goods. If you don't, you don't. Yeah. And, and no one pays. There's no guarantee. And there's certainly no guaranteed money. Right. Uh, if you don't play well, you get fired that week and move on to the next one. You make <laughs> zero. You know, you go backwards. Yeah. I'm really, really excited to have three. It's amazing that we have had three um, Mississippi guys uh, on the tour at the same time. It's just going to be fun to watch our horses play. Yes, there is no doubt about it. And that will actually start uh, this week. Yes. September 16th through 19th. That starts at the Silverado Resort and Spa uh, North Course. Yes. And uh, so we'll you know, we'll see what which one of those guys uh, wind up uh, you know participating in that event. And then obviously... We'll look forward to uh, to them making their way, hopefully, to the Sanderson Farms Championship here in Mississippi that will be held at Jackson Country Club. Um, that is in Napa, California. Not a bad place to be. Pretty good way to in, start your – In your, the middle of September. Yeah, it's a pretty good way to start your first uh, rookie event as a tour member is to play at Silverado, which is a great place in Napa. And just pretty good food, pretty good scenery out there, too. Oh, I can uh, I could, I could imagine worse places. I can, I mean, I, I was lucky. My first one was at Torrey Pines. Oh, boy. So I drove from here to San Diego, and I'm not sure the rubber on my tires hit the – Oh, hit, man. Stayed on the concrete all the way up. It was high as a kite. I mean, I just so excited. I, yes. I, and that's so such a long time ago. But they're young, and they're eager, and – 
but they're real experienced golfers now. But yeah. but the, the adrenaline, the excitement in their life right now, I I, I mean, I feel, I feel it with them. Oh, yeah. I'm excited for them. Silverado, good spot to do it. When you think about growing the game of golf, which you have an interest in doing in the Definitely. state of Mississippi, yep. Um, your son, uh, yes. very high, high, highly well known, yep. Uh, teacher to youth specifically, correct. In the state, um, you know, when you think about that, what does it do? for a state to be able to claim three professional athletes in a given sport for the development of that, of that sport and, more importantly, the popularity of it? Well, I, th- I think uh, it's, it's several things. One is to the parents, your kids can do it here. Mm. You can you can get to the major leagues of a lot of different sports here. Now golf is one of them. It wasn't always because mm-hmm. there, wasn't, there wasn't that many of us that played the tour. But now the parents can go, you know what, if I get my kids – there, there is an avenue to the. If that's their dream, if that's their aspiration, is that their talent level? If that's their goals, they can do it here. I wish they would stay here and go to school, and play at Mississippi schools. I wish they would all stay. And I tell them all the time, if you're good enough to play SEC golf, we got two. Mm. Go to one of them. Yeah, I, I'm a rebel, but I want you to stay home. It was, yeah. the, it was the advice I got. As a senior in high school, when the times were very much different. Right. When the programs at Ole Miss and Mississippi State were not very good there. They're very good now. Both of them have good programs, both men and women. Mm-hmm. We didn't have women golfers when I was in school. So in 40 years, we've gone from not even having ladies golf at the college level to Ole Miss was a national champion national. this year. Mississippi State has produced Allie Ewing, who's a two-time winner and twice a Solheim Cup winner. Mm. So that's a lot of happening in, in 40 years' time. To me, that's a, that's really a small snapshot of time and a lot of things have been accomplished. So on a minor sport in a football-crazed state, rightfully so, but there is an avenue through this game that you can aspire and you can achieve in the game of golf in Mississippi. And, when, and there was a day when that really was not true. Yeah. But today it is. And so 8% of the guys going – or from Mississippi, that gets a big number. There's not many states that represent better than we do. No, that's big time. I, I mean, I just think that's a huge number. And to be honest with you, I don't think these guys are going out there just for hits and giggles. I think they're going to be successful. At least one of them is going to pop through there and win something. They're that talented. They're that. I mean, Chad Ramey made 38 out of 41 cuts in the mm-hmm. wraparound in a, in a year and a half. Right. I don't even know how that's possible. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's an incredible statistic that they don't. They don't talk about much. Right, right. Know, they really don't. And uh, Davis Riley had won twice mm-hmm. last year. Yep. Would have gotten to the tour for 21 Correct. had it not been for the COVID yeah. uh, restrictions. And then Hayden Buckley has come out of Missouri yep. as the male athlete of the year for the University of Missouri. How about that? I mean, from Tupelo. Yeah. Dolfer was the male athlete of the year on that campus. And, oh, by the way, a 32 ACT guy. Yeah. So he's bright, he's smart. Yes. These guys are good. They're good young men. They're so they're aspirational. They're dedicated. Mm. They're they're fit. They're they're ready to go. You for the parents, there is an avenue other than football mm. or basketball. If your kid does not have those gifts, right, you can find this stick and ball sport and go get it. I'll tell you an interesting story. Uh, I was texting with a former player of mine. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, and uh, I try to check in. They're they're now in the hundreds. And so it's it's a lot of years yep. of players that I've coached, and so I try to check in on them. Uh, and uh, he actually texted me and said, "Hey, coach, how you doing? What's going on?" And text him back, and we got to. He is now playing golf at Heinz Community College 
after not playing golf in high school and being a primary basketball baseball wow, player. Wow, good for him. And he so is he, now playing golf so at Hines Community College. Good for him. And, uh, and, and is shooting for an opportunity at a four-year school. Is and so, really? you know, look, you know, I asked him, I said, what are you shooting? He said, uh, 73.8 average right now. And I said, well, wow. buddy, you keep working hard. Maybe maybe you get in the mix for for, uh, for some, some even better. So that's that's what you speak of is yeah, that there's opportunities out there galore. And what an awesome thing to have our state showcased by these three uh, young men and this one young lady now yes. that will be representing us in the professional golf ranks. Uh, it is going to be incredible. Speaking of professional golf, uh, in our last segment of the hour here with Randy, we're going to talk about the Sanderson Farms Championship. Yep. And talk a little bit about the course. We'll talk a little bit about the lineup. And uh, we will talk about the experience of being a part of Sanderson Farms Championship. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back with more upon further review right after this. Welcome back in. Upon further review, we are in the final segment of the first hour of the show. That is Tea to Green with Randy Watkins. We generally do that the first Monday of each month, but uh, we had to push it back one Monday due to Labor Day. And so we appreciate you joining us and Randy being with us here once again. Uh, as we have covered a lot here, a lot of golf, uh, a lot of golf conversation, which is always fun. And uh, we're going to end this hour and this segment on the upcoming PGA Tour uh, event that will take place here in Jackson, Mississippi. And that is the Sanderson Farms Championship at the Country Club of Jackson that will be September 27th through October 3rd uh, is the full week of events. It is an incredible event. Uh, And the first thing I want to ask you, Randy, is when you look at a course setup, what are the major differences that occur between what a member would see on a general day and what you do to get prepared for a PGA Tour event like this? Uh, there's several, uh, for sure. The fairways are generally a little bit narrower. The rough is going to be a little deeper, and the greens will be faster. I mean, they the demands for the playing surface for the PGA Tour is strict. They want a fairway height and width at X. They want a rough height at X. And you can't mow it after, like, the superintendent won't be able to mow it after Saturday or Sunday before. So that week, whatever it grows, it grows. You can't get back out there. And then the greens, they want them as fast but fair as possible. And a lot goes into that slope of the greens, that sort of stuff, wind conditions. But – they use whole locations to dictate a lot of stuff, but they they want the absolute finest playing surface because they want the player, one, to benefit from being in the fairway, have an advantage over the person in the rough, mm. and the best putter to, to make the most putts. Yeah. And, the, and it's the best part of that week. You sure. Know, because the best putter going into it may not be the best part of that week because, as we all know, every good putt doesn't go and every bad putt doesn't miss. Mm-hmm. It's just the way golf is. But it's very exact and very strict, and and it's 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 a test now. It's yeah. it's, it's going to be a test. That's a good golf course for them. How long has the course been preparing for this event? 
Oh, it's it's a whole season. I mean, they have a uh, they work closely with the agronomy, uh, the agronomist with the PGA Tour, who's in constant contact with the superintendent. But really, for you know, four or five months okay. of the growing season, right? You know, there's not a lot you do in the winter unless it's a repair mm-hmm. uh, or a, you can prepare something to be fixed later. Mm-hmm. But basically, it's during the growing season. You got to hit X marks on mm. airification, top dressing, fertilizing, grooming the greens, that sort of stuff. Those things, bunkers, you've got any work to do in the bunkers, you've got to have them done in a timely manner, mm-hmm. fixed and ready so that they all play consistently the same. So it's generally just during the during the grown season, but it's it's pretty you know, it's pretty tough. Pretty intense. Yes, it is. Well, a great group of golfers I'm sure will be um uh will be joining once again and, and the front page, if you go to the Sanderson Farms championship, yeah. the front page says, uh, welcome back, <laughs> yeah. Sergio yeah. Garcia. Pretty good pretty big fish right there. Uh so Sergio will be back. Yep. Uh you mentioned four Mississippians. Yeah, Cohen Trolley. We didn't mention Cohen Trolley, who was the state amateur champion. Now our state amateur is an exemption in. Cohen, who also was runner-up in the United States Junior Championship this year, and I just heard he has led the qualifying on LSU's golf team for the fall schedule, that uh, that he's been the low man down there. I haven't seen the final scores, but he was leading, and I have every reason to believe he was the number one qualifier on that team for their first event, wow. which I forget where they're going, but – but they're going soon. They, they, their season starts. They have a fall schedule now. It's pretty good. So we've got four of the 144, 136. I forget what the field is. Maybe 132. I forget this time of year. They they shorten the field because of daylight. But but we'll be well represented with Mississippians, which I'm thrilled about. I just excited. And of course, there'll be a Monday qualifier at Deerfield, and and there's somebody another Mississippi could get through that too. So we're guaranteed four. I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's incredible. So you're going to have um uh is are my dates correct? Yeah, I, I think it's uh 26th on yeah. Sunday you start out with a little pro am action. That's a that's an interesting thing. How how fun are the pro ams? They're the best. I mean the best. I mean you, you it's this is the way I describe a pro am and did as as at my in my tenure. You can't go play pitch and catch with Greg Maddox before a game. You don't get to do that. You can't go on the field and Peyton throw you some balls. I mean, it's just not going to happen. But in golf, you can go, you can play in a pro am. It is, it, it is fairly expensive to do it. But it's you're playing with a professional. Mm-hmm. You get private time. You get four hours with the guy. Mm-hmm. You actually get to know him, and, you know, his family and so forth and so on. And you get to play alongside him. So you get some get some tips, and you never know what. You, I've seen some pros do some really cool things for wow. some amateurs. I've seen Phil Mickelson. Really do some some cool stuff. That, uh, there was one year that um, I went to New Orleans to recruit players. Uh-huh. And I had not seen Phil Mickelson in person in a long time, so I went out to number nine green where he was finishing, and the LSU girls golf team was caddying for his group, including him. Okay. So he set all that up. And wow. When they came off number nine green, the, there was a bunch of folks waiting on Phil. And I heard him tell, he said, look, walk off to the side of the green, and I'll sign anything y'all want before I have to get to that crowd. Yeah, they're waiting on me. But right now, I got you got my attention. I'll sign whatever you wow. want. And and he started divvying up stuff. He signed everything. Then he walked right over to the ropes and he said, "Folks, I have a radio show. I'm late because of the round was because we had a rain delay. Right. Um, I want the kids to come up front. I'll sign everything for the kids. Nothing for the adults. And then I've got to go. Yeah." I mean, it was just, just. I mean, very professional, very, right. and, and everybody was like, awesome. Yes, but the experiences. I got to play with some neat people 
as a tour member. Yeah. I got to play with Lee Iacocca, who was chairman of, yes. of, of Chrysler. Yes. There's just some neat stories that go along the way. But you get inside the ropes, you get to see them play, you get to interact with them, and you find out they're just human. That's right. You know, you don't think they are because you because you see them on TV all the time. Right. But they had bad shots, and, and they don't have fun every time they play either. Yeah. So they're just like they're golfers. That's right. They're just real good at it. That's right. But that doesn't mean they do it good every shot. Yeah. yeah. And so it's just fun to get in there, and and the money goes to the charities. That's right. So it's it's not you know it's just so different. No other sport offers that opportunity. Yeah, it's a it's a phenomenal event. Uh, Friends of Children's Hospital yes. is uh, is one of the charities as well as uh, is it Century Club. Yes, Central Club uh, Charities is the organization that runs the tournament. Okay. And Steve Gents, the executive director, and, and does a great job. They have a, a great board. They're very dedicated to to raising money for Mississippi charities, that it, and I'm sure it's still the same. Generally speaking, all 82 counties participate in some form, uh, with the Friends of Children's Hospital being the, the prime benefactor, which has been over a million dollars for the last several years, Wow, which is considerable, and it's still the largest major league professional sporting event in the state of Mississippi. Yep. If you have not been, I don't care if you play golf, like golf, or can spell golf, you ought to go support it and see it and find out what we have to offer and actually to go watch these guys play and watch how many – there's over a 1,000 volunteers wow. that make this thing tick. It's just a it's a cool event, dear to my heart, yeah. dear to our area, and the economic impact in this part of the world is amazing. I, I don't know what it is now, but I'm I'm sure it's north of $30 million. I'm looking at, uh, at just – Another, on top of, uh, obviously, Friends of Children's Hospital, there's another 40 to 50 charities that benefit from yep. uh, this tournament being here. And, and like you said, it it's a massive, you think about this, a PGA Tour schedule may consist of 30, 35. There's 40-something. Okay. Yep. And the state of Mississippi got one of those. That's correct. And that's a phenomenal achievement, both for those like yourself that have run it in the past, yep. uh, that have been involved in in, in – Pushing golf forward, yes. Uh, you know, and this goes all the way back to being in Hattiesburg. Uh, yes, you know when you were the sixty-eight. Yeah, the the uh, deposit guarantee, and yes. even prior to that, Payne Stewart yeah, won Payne his Stewart, first. Nick Faldo was here. Yeah, Craig Stadler. All I mean, Paul Azinger, Jim Gallagher beat Paul Azinger in a playoff. It just goes on. The history of it's cool. Sergio last year winning was one of the coolest things uh-huh. I've ever seen. I remember Jim Gallagher was on the call on the ground wow. for Golf Channel, and I I text him. Oh. When Sergio hit the eight iron into eighteen, he hit it a foot uh-huh. from the hole. And I text Jim. I said, "Dad had to be one of the coolest shots ever." Well, as soon as he got off air, he called. Oh boy! And and he went through the whole thing. Yeah, there, there was a lot to it, a lot of professionalism and and what happened there. Yeah. Not just the shot, but right. sort of how that all played out was awesome to watch. It was yeah. really high level professional golf at its very best. That's incredible. A world class player just taking the taking the bit. I'm going to win this yes. trophy. And did it was really cool stuff, and that all happened here in the state of Mississippi. Yes. Hey, I think after you mentioned all those names, we need to have a reunion. <laughs> yes, let's have a a, a anybody that's participated yep. in one, no matter where you are in life. Yep. let's get them all back together and they, hang out. They've had some of that. They've and they've okay, tried cool. hard now to get them all. That's great. You know, it's hard to do it, but they've done some of that stuff. Steve's done some of that. That's uh, awesome. With some past champions, it's a cool thing. And some other tournaments try. It's just harder. That's great to get people to give their time. 
Listen, another hour in the books with Randy Watkins, Tita Green. Randy, as always, we Thank appreciate you, you joining Thank us. You, uh, don't forget about Andy's Army, the tournament going on. If you want a raffle ticket, uh, give Lake Carolina a call. Uh, we will be back. Randy will be back with us the 1st of October. We will be back with our second hour where uh, Jason Scarborough with the Spirit Media Network and the show Audibles will be joining us for the second hour. Don't go anywhere. More upon further review right after this. It's time now for Upon Further Review with your host, Josh Norman, here on WJQS The Fan. Welcome back in. Hour number two of Upon Further Review. It is Monday night, September the 13th, and it's hard to imagine September's flying by. We appreciate you uh, tuning in to us tonight once again on 106.3 FM, 1400 AM, WJQSTheFan.com, maybe you're on the radio app, wherever you are, uh, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, had a great first hour with Randy Watkins, our, our version of Tita Green, and uh, a lot of great golf conversation as uh, normally that takes place the first Monday of each month. However, we did it the second Monday due to Labor Day this month, and uh, that's always a lot of fun. And uh, we are now joined in our second hour, delighted to be joined by Jason Scarborough with the Spirit Media Network. And uh, Jason, welcome in, and uh, uh, you know a lot of great things happening over in your world. Yeah, I mean, thanks for for having me in. This is uh, pretty cool to to sit here with you, knowing you for a long time. I could tell some stories about you too, right? <laughs> this this guy could hoop it up back in the day. Can you still hoop it up? Uh, I I'm vertically challenged. You weren't ready for the switch. Were I you? can shoot it. But yeah, uh, shoot. hoop it up is not, is probably not in the vocabulary. Yeah, this anymore. is a guy who just hurt himself. Swinging a golf club. <laughs> Thanks, Bill. He's been out for like two weeks. I can't, no, no, I can't say anything. I, I hurt myself picking up the remote over the weekend. There you go. So, you know, I can't say anything. So No, I, I uh, yeah, I, you know, it's been, I, I played pickup in Hattiesburg <laughs> when I was coaching there. Yeah. Uh, probably three days a week with the kids. But since I've been back in Madison the last two plus years now, there's there's just not been anywhere to, to continue that. Uh, and look, I'll be honest with you. When you hit 40, oh, something gosh. happens. Yeah. Like it, yeah. it really, you know, it, it, it does. It's it's not a, a misnomer. It, it really something happens and that's happened. So uh no, I don't I don't get to play as much uh anymore. Uh, my my oldest son is twelve, uh, or will be twelve soon and he he plays and so I, I kinda get out and piddle with, with, with those guys now and uh, have a lot of fun doing it. But we had some we had some some great uh oh, some great man. times back in the day down in Brandon. Good night. Wednesday night after church, oh we'd go in there and, and the, the gym would be packed and and it got uh, it got competitive. And I remember times. Yeah. I mean, we we at one point were playing four nights a week over there. Oh man, just yeah. nonstop. Uh, we were in great fun. shape. Uh, that was we that were was in the great key. shape. But you know, that's probably. I was thinking about that. It's probably 17, 18 years ago. I mean, it's been it's a long time. Be. It's got to be, and it just flies by. It yeah. does. That's the thing that that. I was always told by, you know, parents and, and folks that are kind of in my inner circle, older folks, they were like, hey, look, the older you get, the faster it's going to go. Yeah. And and that is so true because it goes fast, it's, real fast. Hey, look, and look, you know, I, as I watch my kids grow up. Yeah. My oldest is now. Which is crazy to, to hear you say that, by the way. Yeah. That you, you know. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, soon to be 12. Yeah. You know, I'm going to be blinking. I'm going to have, he's going to be driving <laughs> world. Look out a doorman's on the road. I'm sorry in advance. Uh, but, uh, no, it's, it's, uh, it is crazy. Time flies. It does. Um, but, uh, we'll, we'll tell us, 
Uh, tell us a little bit about the Spirit Media Network, and then we want to drop some some new news. I'll let yeah. you do that here later in the show, but yeah. talk about what you've been up to. Well, you know, we've everything has to evolve. I mean, you've got to evolve uh, in business and life, I think, and, and that's kind of what we've gone through in the last couple of years. You know, we, we've been fortunate, you know. I mean, Bill Wilson, your producer, I go back with Bill, you know, um, you know, radio was such a big part of my life for such a long, long time. But, you know, we just reached a point where the things that we wanted to do, um, we were going to have to make a change. We were going to have to evolve or get left behind. And so, you know, a couple of years ago, we went uh, with streaming platforms like Roku, YouTube TV, Facebook Live, YouTube. Uh, Twi- Twitter doesn't do any live broadcast anymore, but, you know, we, we got results out of it. We did a high school football game of the week. Started. We've always covered college athletics, college football in particular, but started kind of branching out here in the last few years covering uh, basketball, baseball, as many college athletics as we as we could. I've got a lot of part-timers that work with me, you know, because they've got their own their own gigs too as well. So uh, we just continued to evolve and, you know, making that switch in 2019 to kind of a multimedia, primarily uh, videography, um, using those kind of platforms. It was a, it was difficult for me because when you're a dyed on the wool radio guy, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, when you do that for 20 years or whatever it is, gosh, dating myself here. Um, when you do that for so long, it's hard for you to just cut that off. But what I have seen and what's interesting is a lot of the lessons that I learned either from from others or just from experience having to learn it. And re- a lot of those habits, a lot of those things, whether you're prepping for an interview, prepping for a game, whatever it is, all the things that I learned in radio from others and just being in it for as long as I was, I think that uh, you started that carries over. Mm-hmm. It does translate. Not all of it translates, but most of it does. Sure. So uh, it's been a fun ride the last couple of years. I'm not going to lie to you. That's awesome. That's yeah. you know, and that's great because uh, you know change is inevitable. Yeah. Inevitable, it and is. that's going to be part of whatever we do. Mm-hmm. And um, you, you mentioned covering college athletics. Mm. Have you seen a season where I mean, you had five Ohio State go down. <laughs> you had Clemson go down in week one. Yeah. Where so many teams, you know, Notre Dame should have lost. Um, you know, Florida State goes down to Jacksonville State, which, oh, man. you know, Florida State, are they, I mean, I'm not sure that they're very good anyway. But have you, have you seen a season in which early results have really shaken things up to a point where, where if you look at it today, I mean, it's like college football is wide open right mm-hmm. now, with the exception of Alabama, of course. Yeah, I, I think that's. It's hard to remember a season like that because a lot of these teams like Alabama and Clemson and Georgia and the teams you just mentioned, Oregon, Ohio State, a lot of these teams, you know, if you remember back in the day, there's no way that they would do uh, – they would they would participate in these high-profile, mm-hmm. out-of-conference games early in the season. I mean, you get a couple here and there, but not as many as we've seen over in the first couple of weeks of, of college football. So I think – as team, because teams know they have to build the resume if they're going to be in this this new college football playoff. It's still new in a lot of ways, and it's going to be even more new once they stretch it to eight or twelve or whatever it is. So, you know, I can't really remember a season where you you had as many as we've had here mm-hmm. this year because teams just didn't schedule blockbuster matchups like we've seen this year. Back in the day, they didn't because they were scared to get that early loss. And for the fan, it's great. You yeah, know, watching a Clemson, awesome. Georgia, even though what a terrible game to watch. I mean, oh, I mean no offense, but I don't turn on the TV hoping for 10 to 3. No. I mean, it's just not, you know, but it's still a big time at that point, I think it was three versus five. Uh, and Georgia is still, 
uh, you know, in the mix there. Oregon goes on the road to Ohio State. That was impressive. And takes down Ohio State. That, that was, was a heck of a win. Uh, and then you had the two Iowa schools, you know, battling it out with Iowa State uh, going down to Iowa. But it's been a it's been a unique thing. Now, uh, Ole Miss mm-hmm. looks really good. Yeah. Is it is it is it real? We'll know Saturday. <laughs> we'll know Saturday because uh, th- this is this is a two lane team rolling in that you know as we remember week one. I mean they pushed number two Oklahoma right to the brink, and people can say. You know, Oklahoma's, you know, overrated. They're this, they're that. Look, going on the road in college football, no matter what conference it is, uh, it's tough. Mm. And to go to – it was supposed to be a home game for Tulane, but still to to play in that environment and push that team to the limit is impressive. No doubt. And, uh, you know, Willie Fritz is a phenomenal coach. So Ole Miss is going to be tested. Uh, That offense, that Ferrari – we're going to find out if it's truly a Ferrari or, or if it's still a Ferrari after Saturday or if it's a, a Corsica. We're going to find <laughs> out. You know, and, and defensively, they're going to be tested, too. That's the big question with this Ole Miss team. You know, through two games, I don't know what you can really tell about the defense. So we'll we'll find out Saturday. Tulane's going to be a good test, and then they go into the open date the following week, and then October 2nd, obviously, they go over to uh, Tuscaloosa. Only a, on upon further review can you get a Chevrolet Corsica shout-out. <laughs> okay? Yeah, all right? Look, Corsica, <laughs> of all the cars I was waiting for, it was the Chevrolet Corsica. And I go, you know what? That is that is an awesome – that's great. That's, that's for great. Bill. So, I knew Bill would like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Bill Bill yeah. likes the Corsica. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it, it is it is going to be fun to watch. Uh, they are an exciting team mm-hmm. uh, that's going to that's that's you know for whatever it is, they're going to make a lot of noise. Yeah, and uh, and they're going to. I love to watch the style. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if nothing else, Matt Corral has been exceptional so far. Uh, like you said, it, there's a lot of tests still to come, but uh, but always interesting to see um, how that works down south. I want to get your thoughts on Southern Miss. Uh, Coach Hall was was uh, was very uh, adamant against his own self <laughs> after Week One and the donkey stomping that took place at the hands of South Alabama. They come back and get a win against Grambling State. Will Hall down at Southern Miss is he going to get that thing turned around? I mean, anything takes time, especially with a new coach. And and I thought he was pretty pretty hard on himself actually after Absolutely. the first game. I mean, he, he kind of. Kind of really went too hard on himself. He'll get it turned around. All things take time. I've always said with these collegiate coaches, you've got to give them at least three years. Yeah. At least three years. And if they don't, if you don't see a significant turnaround after three years, then then you've got a problem. But yeah. three, you got to give them three years. Great first segment. We are going to have Jason in with us uh, all throughout the second hour. So don't go anywhere. More upon further review coming up right after this.
Welcome back in upon further review. I am your host, Josh Dorman. We are once again joined by Jason Scarborough. He is the uh, CEO of Spirit Media Network, and he's also the host of Audibles with Jason Scarborough, which uh, much congratulations, as you've heard him mentioning here, will be airing, debuting this Sunday night at 11 p.m., on WJTV here in the Jackson market, and I'm going to let him tell you about the Hattiesburg market because those four-letter call signs, I'm still, I hadn't written it down. <laughs> I'm having a hard time remembering, but uh, what's the one in Hattiesburg? It's WHLT22 in Hattiesburg. Perfect, yeah. perfect. We know we've got some folks that uh, mm-hmm. listening down there. You can also check them out on his Facebook page, uh, YouTube, online at spiritmedia.net. Uh, dot com uh, and i would encourage you to do that as uh as audibles is coming on sunday night it's going to be the tv version of it uh jason's been doing this for a year now uh through some different multimedia platforms but now uh, has this contract for television and it's going to be an exciting time he's kicking it off with lane giffen mm-hmm. and and jason it's easy to to kind of look at the successes mm. um but but i want i want our audience to appreciate you've been at this for a long time mm-hmm. and um you know our scripture that we present uh both in 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 our coaching world and in this show is proverbs fourteen twenty three that says all hard work leads to a profit mm-hmm. but mere talk leads only to poverty and i know that's interesting when you're coming across as a this is a talk show, so all we do is talk. Yeah. But but the, the the point is, you've worked extremely hard mm. from where you started to where you now. Talk about that journey a little bit for our audience, and uh, and and give them appreciation for what it's taken for you to take Spirit Media Network to this place you are in today. That's a great question, and I appreciate you asking me that question. But yeah, I mean, we we started Spirit a long time ago. Gosh, that was two thousand four, I think it was, and. You know, it was just trying to to have an outlet for high schools that had no representation on on radio. They had nothing, mm-hmm. and a lot of these coaches, they don't, as you know, they they don't want to fool with it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, they'd rather just have a a company that can just come in, take care of everything, a one stop shop, and that's kind of where we started. So at one time, we had, gosh, we had, I mean, Bill could probably chime in on some of this. He's been along for some of this ride. But we had like four high schools at one time, a, a scoreboard show. I mean, we had like five different broadcasts going on every Friday night. And it was just, uh, look, it's a lot of hard work. But cutting your teeth, you know, I, I worked at some other companies uh, in Jackson. I worked at Super Talk for a little while. I worked at some other uh, radio conglomerates. And, and you learn a lot in those early days. And some of those lessons you learn in the early days, I mean, I, I worked for the Rankin County News starting off. <laughs> I mean, I worked in print, worked in radio, digital, uh, you know, a little bit of everything. But, yeah, I mean, it's been a long journey. There's no doubt about it. I mean, there's times where you wonder if you're, um, you know, if you're if you're doing a good enough job. Are people mm-hmm. really, really consuming your content? Are they really, really, you know, and I just, the, the way, the currency that I go by is, if I got folks that are willing to spend money with me mm-hmm. on certain things, I must be doing something right. Sure, sure. You know, because, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, it takes money to run anything. Absolutely. Uh, it takes money to produce a show. It takes money to run a business. It takes money It takes money to, to do anything. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, it's, it's I look back at all the, the games. I mean, I've called games on top of a press box where the, the press box was eaten up by termites. <laughs> I've, I've called games on top of press boxes when a, a hurricane had moved on shore and and we had to cover up in, in rain gear because they wouldn't let us inside the press box i mean uh i've called games in a lot of different scenarios for a lot of different teams and 
and uh, bleachers under a tent. Bleachers under a tent in the yeah. cold. In the cold, yeah, yeah. Well, I have mean, you ever called a game in a van down by the river? Oh, oh, not that I can okay. remember. All right. Well, we started uh, hearing all these spots and all that is man in down a van by the down river. by the river. I mean, and Chris Farley. That's the only thing I think I'm lacking at this point on the <laughs> roster of games that I've called in certain scenarios. But you know, and, and I still have a love for high school. You know, we're not we're not really you know doing a game of the week this year or anything like that because we're focused on some other things we're doing on Saturdays across the Southeast. But, you know, um, yes, it's it's been a long journey. And and the way that Audibles was born is we initially wanted to do that for high school coaches across the state. Um, You know, we just wanted to sit down with high school football coaches, basketball Mm. coaches uh, of high name recognition and then talk about their story. And I'm glad that I didn't rush that now, Mm, you know, uh, in God's infinite wisdom, you know, he put certain blocks up to where I, you know, certain walls where sure. I, I could not execute that plan. And now yeah. I look back and I'm like, gosh, can, can you imagine if I had tried to move forward? And, and, and I've done that a lot. I've yeah. made a lot of boneheaded decisions in this business, but you learn from those. Sure. I think you learn from your failures. You, you learn from your mistakes. Uh, and if you're not learning from them, you, you know, you're not doing it right. You right. have to learn from these mistakes. And I've made my share of mistakes and, and failures, but you know, I look back at it now, if I had forced the issue there and not just waited and been patient and let things continue to evolve and and not doing radio was, was really, really hard because mm. I had done it for so long and going this new direction was kind of scary, if you mm-hmm. want to know the truth, because I was bent on, no, we're, we're going to stick with radio. We're going to do nothing but radio. Right. It wasn't that I didn't want to incorporate. I was just, just bent on just doing radio. Right. Uh, but... You know, I'm glad that I listened to the folks around me. I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that things worked out the way that they did. And you know, I'm it, it'll humble you when you kind of have to relearn some things too. Sure. So I'm having to relearn some stuff, and I, you know, learning videography and learning video editing and things like that. You know, it's uh, you know, you're you're having to learn some things. But I think you know, when you reinvent yourself, you have to be ready for that. And that's kind of what we've had to do. We've had to reinvent the company. I've had to reinvent myself because mm. for years. What did folks recognize me as? It was the high school football guy. Mm-hmm. Well, now they're probably going to recognize me for something else. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of cool to see how that's evolved. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. A couple uh, historic uh, things that Jason's been a part of in his career called the first no-hitter in Trustmark Park history. Brandon on Pearl. March 16th, 2007, Brandon High School and Pearl High School. Yeah. Has interviewed three Hall mm-hmm. of Famers. Yeah, Jerry and uh, Brett. Who's the third Jim one? Kelly. Yeah, Jim Kelly. Yeah, I met Jim Kelly. I was uh, I was working for another uh, talk radio conglomerate, and uh, the late Kent Hall, who's a Mississippi State uh, product, he had just listened to me on this particular uh, show for for years and just invited me to this. They were having this thing for the Candlelighters uh, Clinic, I think the, I think it was Batson, and uh, so he had all these former NFL players come in and uh, like. Chris Winkie, the former Heisman winner at Florida State, was there. Thurman Thomas mm. was there. Uh, and here comes Jim Kelly. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. i yeah. got to grab him for an interview. So, um, so yeah. So, meet, meeting Jim Kelly and Thurman Thomas and, and Brad and Jerry. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's been a long time ago. But, yeah, that's fun. All right. got to ask you about this with, with, uh, with Lance Pogue now being at Jackson Academy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, that's, that's where my family is. My wife teaches mm-hmm. there. My kids are in school there. Great school. Uh, I have the opportunity to be alongside Brian Eubank mm-hmm. on Friday nights on the Raider Network, which is a joy for me. 
Um, but you were on the call with Pervy Green yeah. when South Panola's national best streak of 89 straight wins was broken by Meridian in the MHSA State Football Championship. Yeah. Was 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 Pogue still there at that time? Pogue, yeah, Pogue was at Panola, and okay. uh, Larry Weems yeah. uh, was on the other side uh, with Meridian. That's yeah. the last two football coaches at Jackson Academy. Isn't that crazy? That's <laughs> the world. It's amazing how it comes full circle, isn't it? You cannot you know? make this stuff up, man, if you wanted to for a movie script. It's incredible. It's it really incredible. is crazy. But, yeah, I remember texting folks that night um, just – I, I was texting everybody I could and said, hey, you might want to get to a radio because I think, I think, Sal Pinot, like we take a break and I was texting folks saying, I, I think this streak's about to about to end. Yeah. And of course, you know, then you see what happened. And yeah. it was it was crazy. It, it was special to be a part of that. It really was. So you've gone from, from primarily high school sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, now you're moving into a little bit more of a college arena. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also you're, you're, you're migrating into – uh, the the TV side and uh, a more long form interview style of of of, uh, of conversation. Mm-hmm. Talk about what you've had to do with the culture of your business during that time, and and you know you probably had a lot of people that were employees that were really high school oriented and focused, mm-hmm. and so there's probably had to be some transformation there. Sure. Talk about that culture shift for your organization. Well, you know, anytime you have growing pains, it's going to be difficult. I mean, there's people that, uh, I mean, you mentioned Pervy Green. I mean, Pervy called a lot of games with me uh, over the years and uh, still a good friend. And, uh, you know, when you kind of, when you evolve, like you're talking about, I mean, some folks are going to, they're going to get left out. Mm-hmm. Not not because it's my design. It's just, I mean, you know, when I'm sitting one-on-one with, with Keith or John Cohen or Lane or whoever, I mean, right. there's, there's no place for, sure. you know, the, the person you use for your sideline reporter, the person you used as your color analyst. I mean, they kind of they kind of get left out. Yeah. And, and they understand that going in. They understand that a change is coming. And, you know, you just kind of have to you have to prepare them for it. And uh, most of the time, everybody that's, that's worked with me as far as high school sports go, they've been very, very supportive. That's very awesome. supportive, yeah. That's awesome. Audible's debuts, premieres Sunday night at 11 p.m. here locally, WJTV. Uh, and in Hattiesburg, WHLT 22. WHLT 22. That's mm-hmm. 11 p.m. Sunday night. We're going to be back with more uh, with Jason Scarborough from the Spirit, Spirit Media Network. Last segment coming up. Don't go anywhere here upon further review. Welcome back in. Upon further review, I am your host, Josh Dorman. We are in hour two, and we are delighted to be joined by Jason Scarborough with the Spirit Media Network. And uh, he is uh, has a great new project coming out that we're going to spend the next few segments talking about, and that is uh, Audibles mm-hmm. with Jason Scarborough. And uh, it's been a... a um, uh, a show that's been uh, going forward, but you've got some new uh, new things coming to Audibles. Why don't you tell our, our audience about that a little bit? Yeah, we were fortunate. You know, we started the show, gosh, last year and was fortunate to get some of the guests that we got, um, you know, and we put it on our digital platforms that did really well uh, on our Roku channel and YouTube channel. And 
we began taping season two, uh, what we thought was going to be season two for the digital platforms, and uh, conversations started with uh, with Channel 12 here in Jackson with WJTV, and uh, they also own uh, WHLT in Hattiesburg, so they simulcast. And so I've got a relationship with the folks over there, Noah Newman, a shout-out to him, the sports director there. Uh, he and I formed a, a pretty good friendship, and uh, we just started having conversations with the general manager there, and uh, we got on the same page. And next thing you know, corporate in Indianapolis is reaching out to us, and we signed an agreement uh, for the for the next uh, 18 to 20 episodes. So uh, we'll go back and grab season one and uh, chop those up for TV, and we're still taping season two. Got a few more episodes to tape, but uh, we're kind of painting with a blank canvas, which is kind of interesting um, because it's on television now. There's going to be people that maybe didn't see it uh, last season because maybe they don't have YouTube, maybe they don't have Roku for whatever reason they didn't see it. So we get the opportunity to kind of paint with a blank canvas, um, and it's virtually kind of a new show now because it's this is the season premiere coming up this Sunday uh, at eleven o'clock on WJTV and uh, WHLT. So at eleven o'clock, season one, episode one. I guess I can let the cat out of the bag who it's going to be, right? Can I do that on this show? Absolutely. I'll, I'll go ahead and let it out. Let's of do bag. it. Uh, Ole Miss head football coach Lane Kiffin. Awesome. Yeah, he'll 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 be the first one. I, I haven't even put the promo out yet, but you're hey, you're a hey, fan. So look, hey, I'm I'm on your show. I'm all so in. There you go. I so, love it. I yeah. love. It. That's what we bring to you. We bring you yeah. the latest and greatest right here on Upon Further Review. That's what I'm here for, man. All right. So audibles. Um, talk about some of your previous guests. I I, I noticed you've mm-hmm. you've had Robert St. John. Yeah. Uh, restaurant tour. Uh, great guy. Got yeah. to know him while I was down at PCS. Uh, he he is uh, he he really knows how to get it done mm-hmm. in the restaurant business. But among other things, he's an author. Mm-hmm. He's a writer. Uh, certainly is terrific. Uh, you've had John Cohen, mm-hmm. very successful athletic director, former baseball coach at Mississippi State University. Uh, Max Howell. Uh, you've had a, a terrific list of uh, of guests. Uh, and, uh, you know, I mean, these are Jeremy McClain, new athletic director mm-hmm. within the last year down at Southern Miss. So, uh, you know, talk about some of those and, and, and some other that, that you've had and, and, and how you've evolved this concept through having, I mean, these, these are, these are some big time interviews. Yeah. I mean, we've been really fortunate to get these folks. Cause a lot of times we're having to go, you know, in the middle of a work day and, and sit down with, you know, we sat down with Keith Carter at Ole Miss, John Cohen at state. You referenced Jeremy at Southern Miss. Uh, Robert St. John, his his story and his passion about sobriety, yes. his sobriety, is remarkable. Mm. It is absolutely remarkable to hear him talk about that. Uh, John Cohen to talk about, uh, you know, when there was a little riff there, when he was coming back to Mississippi State, you know, because Ron Polk was very vocal about wanting somebody else mm. to fill that role. So that relationship was kind of strained, and to hear him talk about that, uh, was interesting and John Cohen's had an interesting time since he's been at Mississippi State you know Keith Carter uh, kind of details uh, you know how he was really a phone call away from not going to Ole Miss wow I mean and you look at where he is now and the hires that he's made mm. can you imagine if he didn't end up at Ole Miss and stay at Ole Miss uh, Max Howell who coached Emmett Smith in high school mm. Deion Sanders in college uh, who started conference call which was kind of the forerunner for what we now know is the SEC Network. Mm. Uh, Dr. Kim Sessoms, who has multiple statues and sculptures throughout the state. Uh, he's an OBGYN in uh, Brookhaven, but he's 
He's a sculptor and artist. He was invited into the home of Billy Graham. Wow. Uh, spent time with Billy Graham on the mountain. Uh, Billy Graham, you know, is wearing his uh, his denim jacket that Johnny Cash gave to him while they're doing the the sculpture. It's you know, Kim Sessoms is is a remarkable story. You know, he lost both of his parents before the age of six, and for him to turn out and and have the kind of life that he's had is his story is tremendous. So we've been really fortunate to. You know, I just kind of sit there and I just drive the bus. That's all I do. We're going to turn down this road and talk about this part of your life, and then we're going to get back on the interstate. And, hey, we're going to take a left up here and talk about this. And, I mean, they're very open and willing to share their story, and we get to be a part of it and kind of tell their story, kind of be the mouthpiece, kind of be the voice for their story, which is interesting. And and we don't take that lightly. I mean, we really don't. Mm. I mean, for them to kind of bear their soul uh, to us and kind of tell their life story because there's – there's some difficult moments for a lot yeah. of these folks, like all of us have. So it's I've learned a lot from these folks. Just yeah. sitting down with them, you learn a lot. Well, yeah, there's there's some high level thinkers, um, and certainly, you know, you mentioned Robert St. John's story on sobriety. Mm. That is absolutely a phenomenal story. Yeah. Um, you know, and 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 where his life has taken him uh, in his travels to different countries, uh, in his love for the New Orleans area and the in the culinary scene. Um, you know, those are things that kind of get outside the box of what, what you would think of from the normal sports fan. And it really brings a whole different thought process into, uh, so it's, it's awesome. Uh, just to want to remind everybody this audibles with Jason Scarborough, uh, debuts Sunday night mm-hmm. at, uh, 11 PM, 11 PM at, on WJTV mm-hmm. up here in Jackson and WHLT, WHLT in Hattiesburg. So, uh, want to encourage everybody to tune in there. Lane Kiffin. Yeah, I mean, right now is there <laughs> would there be a better one in the state to start off with? Uh, you know, I was talking with the guys that, that that work with me on these projects, and I said we gotta we gotta lead with Lane, right? I mean, we we have to. We don't really have a choice. And you know, I, I lean so heavily on on my advertisers and clients, and I'm in constant conversation with them. And you know, it was it was pretty unanimous uh, to to go with Lane, and and he's an interesting character. Yeah, uh, that's. That's putting it very, very mildly. I mean, he he's a guy that um, he's to crack that walnut to, mm. to get that clam to open up. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he he's pretty guarded. Yeah. You know, because of some of the things from his past, he's always I think on guard and waiting for someone to to fire off something about his past. He's very cognizant of it, but also I think he's one of those people that he's just like, hey, yeah, I I made some blunders. There's mm. no doubt about it. But who doesn't? Yeah. You know, uh, but once you get him to open up. I mean, the guy's hilarious. Yeah, he really is. Uh, all you got to do is follow him on Twitter, and, and find that out. Absolutely, you know, follow follow him on Twitter, and you can find out pretty quick how funny he is. So, so yeah. And, and if you miss it on TV, by the way, um, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just find us on YouTube Spirit Media Network, and you can download the Roku app, which is free. There's no cost. Just look for Audibles. Just search if you have a Roku device. And if you miss it on TV, hey, you can you can watch it there anytime you want to. Yeah, you also can find it on Spirit Media Net dot com uh, along with all of the other uh, uh, shows that uh, the spirit media network are a part of so i'd encourage you to visit that website uh, visit them on on uh, youtube uh, and tune in this sunday night at 11 p.m for audibles with jason scarborough and this is this is all part of your own journey yeah. you know you talked about um uh robert st john and and and, and a journey that he had this is part of your own journey through media mm-hmm. and you know where where you've kind of uh 
you know, started and where you are today and in, in running your own multimedia company and and what that looks like and, and challenges that you faced uh, along the way. And, and so, uh, you know, when we come back uh, here for the next segment, we want to talk about where where Jason started and uh, and and what that journey has looked like for you to now lead you to this opportunity with this show audibles and and some of the wonderful things that have uh that have taken place uh during that time want to remind you that we are brought to you by blue cross blue shield of mississippi www.bcbsms.com live healthy live blue we also want to remind you about jerry brewer jerry brewer is a trusted choice advisor with southern gulf states insurance contact jerry at 601 601- Nine five two three five two five, or at southerngulfstates.com. Jerry Brewer is my preferred trusted choice advisor, and I would encourage you to make him yours as well. So when we come back, Jason, one of the things I want you to think about is when you, we talk a lot on the show about culture, and, and you own a, a multimedia company, and you have to create a culture Uh, in a climate within your organization of success. And I want you to think about uh, what does that look like to get you to this place of audibles Mm. now with this contract with the television networks. We're going to get more into that with Jason as well as more about audibles uh, as we come back here on Upon Further Review. Welcome back in. Upon further review, boy, I tell you, it's been two great hours uh, spending the first hour with Randy Watkins, randywatkinsgolf.com, and talking all things golf. And now hour number two with Jason Scarborough from the Spirit Media Network. Uh, You can find him, spiritmedianet.com. Been talking about his new show uh, on, uh, on television, debuting, premiering. Sunday night at 11 p.m. You will not want to miss that. You talked about, Jason, that you kick off with Lane Kiffin. Mm -hmm. Can you give us any insights on who else we might see (laughs) uh, in these next 18 to 20 episodes you mentioned earlier? Uh, Let's see. You referenced one of them. Uh, I mean, I think it's out there now. I think Channel 12 ran something over the weekend. So um, you mentioned Will Hall uh, in the first part of, of the hour. Uh, Will's going to be on the show. Uh, I think he's going to be episode three. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the pirate, Mike Leach, okay. at Mississippi State. Yeah, uh, he'll be episode two. So um, we just want to start out of the gate with, um, you know, the big three coaches. Yeah. Uh, with it being in the midst of football Absolutely. season, everybody excited about full stadiums and everything and full tailgate. And so we just wanted to start right out of the gate with those three. And, and all three, very interesting what about uh, is there any chance we see a a uh, a more local collegiate coach that that likes to be considered <laughs> Coach Prime? Yeah, be sure you uh, call him on the list. Yeah. Coach Prime, yeah, yeah. There's a uh, there, there's some surprises. There's okay. some surprises. All right, very yeah. good, very yeah. good. <laughs> there's some surprises. So we start off with the uh, with the first three, yeah. the big three. Uh, you got Will Hall at Southern Mississippi, the Pirate Mike Leach at Mississippi State mm-hmm. University, and Lane Kiffin will kick it off. 
Um, and uh, I would love personally just to be a fly on the wall for the pirate. Not, oh my gosh! Not okay. for the ones that are. I don't want the one. <laughs> the one that you you you. I want to. I want to see all the behind the scenes stuff. Okay, so I'll, I'll tell you how he walked in. This uh, I don't think I've said this story publicly. So when he walks in, we did the the interview at at Little Dewey's. So we're in the back. If you guys ever been to Little Dewey's, you need to go. It's right there in Starville. I mean, they've been around for decades. Uh, so there's a little back room there at Little Dewey's. So that's where we did the interview. We also interviewed, I'll go ahead and say this, uh, Ron Polk, you know, mm-hmm. the, head, the head baseball coach at State for decades. Um, and so we kind of had that. We weren't trying to sneak him in necessarily the back way. We just we wanted him to be able to come in uh, unbothered, so mm-hmm. just so we could get the interview done, and, sure. then, and then he'll go out and he'll talk to folks. And he could not be a sweeter person. Yeah, he could not be more genuine with his time and, and very kind. So he comes in in cargo shorts, t-shirt, flip flops, and uh, Brandon Langua, who is the communications head for for state football, uh, he says, "Hey, this is Coach Leach. Coach, this, this is Jason." and Shakes my hand. Hey, I've heard a lot about you, and I'm like, well, just divide it by two and believe the good half, you know, right? So, uh, and he and I said, hey, everything's on the house. If you want some food, uh, something to drink, some coffee, tea, whatever it is, and I said, you want anything to drink? And he goes, well, I appreciate it, but I've got this drink here, and he reaches into his pocket and pulls out a can out of his pocket, <laughs> and then he goes, he says, it's this green tea, coffee bean type stuff, and he says. It's pretty good. And he takes a long pause and he looks at me and he goes, you want to try some? <laughs> I'm like, no, coach, I've, I've got a little dirty sweet tea, but 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 thank you. And so, you know, one of the guys on my crew said, I thought he was pulling out a flask and then it was about to be a real party, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, so he, he pulls out this green tea coffee thing and he offers some to me. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm good. So I'm like, okay, so this is how this is going to go. Yeah. I'm, I'm in. Let's go. Hey, I love the cargo shorts and T-shirts. Oh, gosh. When, when he walked in, I said, of course he's going to wear that. Yeah. I mean, that's what you expect him to kind of show up in. But, you know, he, he stayed. You know, there were a lot of guys there. We used a local crew in Starville. We always try to go local if we can. We used a local uh, video production crew. And, you know, he stayed and he signed stuff for everybody, that helmets and <clears throat> T-shirts and things like that. So he couldn't have been more that's awesome. genuine. He was that's great. Awesome. Yeah. That's terrific. Yeah. Uh, so you, you start off with the first three and, uh, you got, you've got 18 to 20. How many mm-hmm. of the episodes have you already filmed? All of them? Uh, we've got about 14 in the can. Okay. About 14 or 15. And this will, uh, like I said, it'll start the 19th. And, uh, if I did my math right, I think that, uh, it runs through the first, uh, two seasons we're doing. Season one will be eight episodes. Season two will be between eight and 10. We're shooting for 10. So, uh, it'll be mid January mm-hmm. by the time season two wraps up. So, and it will take a breath and then uh, hopefully uh, recycle or, or, or catch our breath, so yeah. to speak, and uh, get ready for season three and four. But, I mean, we're thrilled about it, man. It's it's a big deal, you know, to have a show that, that you host. And it's kind of been in the making, actually, for years, if you think mm. about it. This just wasn't birthed overnight. I mean, this has been years in the making. The relationships, you know, folks are like, how do you, how do you know this person? I mean, John Cohen used to come on my radio show mm-hmm. years ago, and we stayed in touch. And then... Uh, Coach Polk used to come on my radio yeah. show. And so you just you just stay in touch with those guys. And then when these opportunities come up, you know, they typically jump at them. And, yeah. and, and for all the guests, I mean, they couldn't have been more gracious with their time. I mean, That's they awesome. couldn't have been. So uh, I'm, I'm thankful. Most of them are pretty much all of them are really, really good people. That's the thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and they show a side of themselves that um, then I'm anxious and, and I'm excited that the public gets to see. 
So uh, we're we're blessed, man. We're we're very grateful for the opportunity. It is going to be an incredible show, Audibles with Jason Scarborough, and uh, you can catch it on Sunday at 11 p.m. premiering with Lane mm-hmm. Kiffin, mm-hmm. and that's WJTV here in Jackson. And believe it or not, I still don't remember the, <laughs> the Hattiesburg, so go ahead. I know, I know. Do you know, Bill? Yeah, WHLT, Channel 22. WHLT. There you go. I lived in Hattiesburg for five years. WHLT. What did I – I've watched WDAM down there, I believe. Oh, yeah. So my grandma watches. She still lives down there. Yeah. damn television. Yeah, it's – I tell you what, it's it gets me every time, but – uh, you you do not want to miss that. Uh, tune in. Uh, some surprises, some surprise guests potentially. Man, uh, you just he, never know. What we'll try to do is follow uh, Jason. Why don't you give out your uh, Twitter? Yeah. Uh, places that people can follow you sure. as a Spirit Media Network, uh, as well as as places that they can tune in once again to the show if they can't get on to uh, the actual television side. Yeah, if you've got a Roku device, just search for Audibles with an S. Make sure you put the S on the end. It's free. Just download the uh, the Audibles channel. Uh, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search for Spirit Media Network. You can follow us on Twitter, Spirit MS. Uh, no, no, I'm sorry. Spirit Media MS. Can't even remember wrong Twitter. And uh, like our Facebook page, Spirit Media Network. You can find us there. And uh, while I have a second, man, I just want to congratulate you on the show, man. I mean, we've known each other for, good Lord, how many years? It's been a long time. Do do we want to really say how long? (laughs) Probably not. (laughs) So I just want to congratulate you on the show, man. I'm thrilled for your success, man. Uh, When I get a chance, I tune in and watch you guys on Friday nights and just watching you do your thing, man, and just watching how this this broadcasting thing is evolving for you. I couldn't be happier for you, man. This is great. Well, you know, it's interesting. You talked about about roadblocks uh, when we left Hattiesburg. Yeah, uh, we were headed to Orlando. Uh, and it's a story that a lot of people don't know, but we were we were headed to Orlando. We had a situation in Orlando that Mm. that uh, was a great situation. And. Um, you know, my mother-in-law's here in town and my, my parents are in Shreveport and Dallas. And so we started thinking, you know, we're a flight away. We've got kids. Uh, so we just said, you know what, we're, we're not going, uh, we're going to pick uh, a spot that we want to go and the Lord's going to work out the rest. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so we picked the opportunity. We just came back to the Jackson Metro and through that, you talked about relationships. It, it's, it's, it's funny that, uh, that that's how it worked. I, I, I've always enjoyed being around media. I, I don't have any professional experience in it prior to, uh, you know, starting our little hustle network down at Presbyterian Christian School to to get our kids on on uh, on Friday nights and, and 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 every other night for that matter with with the sports that we tried to cover. Um, but uh, certainly, uh, it's a lot of fun. It is. People don't realize if you do this correctly, the amount of research and time you have to spend. Oh man, understanding Oof. your content and the things, even with just I don't know the guys that do it for three and four hours a day, mm-hmm. it's phenomenal. But um, you know, I am a novice in a world of, of professionals like yourself, nah. and certainly certainly thankful to to, to be around it. And uh, man, no doubt excited to see uh, this next journey for the Spirit Media Network and and audibles and and, and the television side and. Uh, the different folks that you're going to have on and the different stories that are going to be told. One of the funnest things, you know, I sit back here with Randy and you and, uh, you know, different folks that I had on. It was maybe a couple weeks ago, Bill, we had a former coach that coached against me and is now a scout for the Golden State Warriors Oh wow! in high school. Now, this was a this was a high school basketball coach that coached against me that's now a a uh, scout for the Golden State Warriors. We had him on. Wow. And so the stories that you come up through this world 
are tremendous. So once again, Jason, been an honor to have you. Oh, Thankful man. you took some time it's been to an spend honor to be with on us. The show, man. Thank you. Do not miss Audible's premiering this Sunday night at 11 p.m. WJTV here in the Jackson Market. WHLT he got in it. Hattiesburg. Yay. You do not want to miss it. Lane Kiffin on number I'm one. So it's going to be boy. an incredible show. Thank you guys for joining us here on Upon Further Review for another show. Pray you have a great week, and uh, God bless you all. We'll see you next week here on Upon Further Review.